Blog Talk Radio. Okay, hello, hello, devoted moms out there. Happy Thursday. This is Tasha. Hey, Regina. Hi, see Tasha. Hi, devoted moms. How are you? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are on the planet. Ugh, I am tired. Can I just start off by saying, saying that to all my devoted moms out there? I am uh, still in California and enjoying my family and uh, getting ready to head back to Atlanta. And um, so I've been out a couple times. And um, it's catching up to me. I'm very sleepy. But I'm happy to be here today. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing pretty good. It's um, it's another day, another opportunity for a new start. Um, got a chance to see about five butterflies today. Oh, did you? Yeah. I did. I did. Um, devoted moms. I'm sad to say that my um, my oldest uh, brother um, passed on July 5th, and so one of the things this was my third sibling um, to pass, and um, I have uh, my I guess the last brother that passed. I always see him in butterflies, and so yesterday I was talking with my sister. Um, and I see two butterflies just like having a blast with each other. Oh. And, um, and so it was, you know, it was just a moment of like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then today I was on a business call in the car because my phone only charges in the car now. And, uh, <laughs> I just roll with it. And so um, I saw about five butterflies just playing together um, at my neighbor's house. And so it just made me think about all those spirits that are out there um, fluttering about and um, reminding us that, you know, it's not as deep as we sometimes feel like it is. Right. So I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm doing pretty good. I actually have signed off on a couple of contracts. Yay. There will be food. Yes. So um, it's been a, uh emotional ups and downs um, kind of, you know, last few days. But 
<clears throat> but and uh, there's also been you know glimpses, glimpse, a glimpse or so of just it's not going to always be like this. Right. So I'm glad about that. I am going to be teaching at Morgan State University. Yay! Um, starting August the 26th. Awesome. Uh, so devoted moms, if you happen to be at Morgan, sign up for class 608. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as I'm signing the, talking to the um, the the uh, chair or the person who's in charge of that section, mm-hmm. he says everyone hates this class. <laughs> That's nice. They, they wait to the last minute to sign up for 608 because they do not want to be in there because it's so boring. And I'm like, yay! Challenge. So when that will be, a, there will change from that. There will be change. They will be, you know, dying to sign up after this semester. <laughs> <laughs> so my work is cut out for me, but I always in, I've always enjoyed teaching. Um, mm-hmm. And it yeah, really yeah. did come at a time that, was just right in sync. And so um, I'm excited about just, you know, young person, working with young people and people who are dedicated enough to go back to get their master's in social work um, so that they can go and do good. And so we'll be talking about policies and organizations and all that interesting stuff that, you know, I think I'm one of the few that get excited about. So, you know, Monday night about 9, I'll be calling you. Right. Do you believe this student said that? <laughs> right. Oh, that's exciting, though. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah, exciting. And then um, I'm going to be doing some work with a faith-based community in Boston. Okay. Look at some of your relatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just signed that contract yesterday before yesterday. So I got two contracts today that... I'm debating on whether I'm going to sign them. Imagine that. Yes. <laughs> I don't wow. know. Hmm. I don't know. Let me look at my schedule. Let me see if my schedule will permit. Exactly. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've been out there, even though you've been out there absorbing your family, you have also been uh, doing and getting some work done and pulling some partners in, right? I have, which is, yeah, that's actually the incredible thing about, you know, owning your own business because it definitely goes with you. So um, I have been fortunate enough to be able to be here for three weeks and, you know, just spend time with my family and just be be here. Um, and then also conduct a little bit of business while I'm here. And I uh, got a new team member and have been doing some training with her. So it has been awesome. I am truly blessed to be able to do that, um, to be able to be here this long and be able to, you know, continue thriving and growing. So I'm, uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, but I'm looking forward to being home. I miss my hubby. And, I know. Uh, Kenny must be losing his mind. I can't even imagine how much chicken he's consumed. <laughs> I, think you, I think you've done pretty good. <laughs> I can't even imagine the amount of grease that man. I, I, all I've got to say is, you ask if you want Popeyes, and he says no. That's a giveaway. No, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I'm good on, on Popeyes. I'm good. Oh, no, I don't want that. Can I have some salad? <laughs> oh, Can you give me one of those oatmeal smoothies to clean up? Clean up my system. <laughs> right. 
But yeah, yeah. Well, I'm ready for you to be on the back on the East Coast too, because you know there's a little bit of a routine when you're, you know, yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, I agree. You haven't been as um, you've been pretty busy, which which is good, which is yeah. so awesome. And you just celebrated. You you were there to celebrate your brother's birthday yesterday. Yes. Oh, I've been able to celebrate a few things here. You know, along with my my twentieth um, class reunion that was a couple of weeks ago, um, and then Chris's thirty fourth birthday yesterday. So of course we celebrated yesterday and the day before yesterday, um, and that was been that's been cool. That's been that was really fun. So, yeah, I'm ready to get back to my normal mom <laughs> routine, everyday mom routine. I welcome it after this three weeks, definitely. That's awesome. Well, we want to thank, um, you know, Gil Sylvia for being able to, um, you know, check in with each other and um, have our devoted mom coffee break. Um, you know, my coffee today is free Slurpees, free Slurpees 7-Eleven, free Slurpees. Um, which is what's trending today, which is what we're going to talk about. Yep, what's trending. One of the things that are trending. So at the top of my list is the free Slurpee, and I am committed to seeing just how many free Slurpees I can consume. (laughs) (laughs) Because I realize we have like about five of them, so devoted moms. I'm not sure if if, uh, 7-Eleven is a international company? But no, we don't have are, any in Georgia. What? Yeah, I don't think so. We have them, definitely have them here, so I might have okay. to hit one up before oh. I leave. Yeah. Ah, that just seems like an abomination. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> so if you're near if you're near 7-Eleven, they do it every year. It was interesting this year because I was listening to the radio that reminded me, and they took some points from some moms. They got feedback that the moms didn't like how small the cups were, and oh. there were no tops. Right. So they used to give away 10 ounces of Slurpee with no top. So imagine the mess. Right. That's, that's not so what you red, want. Red mess. So in response to those, the, the mom's input, so see, moms, voted moms, we've got lots of power. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have a smaller cup. It's uh, 12 ounces, which is just fine. Um, but they made the lid fit. So, Perfect. Yes. So there will be less spillage. Because there was spillage <laughs> last year. I remember we, that, well, in 7-Eleven was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> because these little kids are in there trying to work these machines. So, um, so they responded by Increasing the size and also um, putting the tops on, which I bet you these this right here is probably the two ounces that makes it twelve ounces. So probably. Anyway, that's my technical assistance on Seven Eleven and how to pour Slurpee. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what caught your eye uh, when you were awake last night or this morning around mm-hmm. what's going on in our world? Um, you know, I actually, I don't know if we had a chance to talk a little bit about this uh, last week, but a little, you know, the Zimmerman trial, mm-hmm. the Trayvon Martin and uh, Zimmerman trial is going on and actually defense just closed up yesterday. So they will be doing closing arguments. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it, uh, 
we'll see how it's going. I don't know if the prosecution has really um, been able to to prove without a shadow of a doubt that this was, um, you know, attempted murder or um, manslaughter. So it, it ought to be interesting. Just I've been watching the different um, news stations and their take on it. And uh, so closing arguments, I think, are going to be very keen. And another thing that I really love is um, the judge is, is people are revering her quite highly. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that she's handling um, these lawyers, making sure, you know, keeping these men in, uh, in track and in step and not mm-hmm. getting too crazy. She's also mm-hmm. very cognizant of the jury and because they are sequestered from, away from their family and their friends, and uh, wanting to get this done as quickly as possible. Right. Um, So she is is being revered in the media quite nicely um, for handling her business. So um, if she's a mom, go devoted mom judge. (laughs) Um, If she's not, she's certainly performing as a mother. (laughs) Yes, she is. I agree. She's got some very aggressive aggressive lawyers in in that courtroom, and she's handling her own. Um, right, right. So it's yeah, it's been interesting just kind of also reading different blogs um, and uh, seeing two different sides. We definitely have the race conversation, and then we're having the guns in America conversation, and right. it's a very polarizing case. Um, so it's just been interesting to really read and and see two different points of view on it. Right. Now, do you think that? Um you know, we've had these polarizing cases before, and uh-huh. sometimes the verdict has set off some really interesting responses. Yeah. Um, I can remember one. I can remember the OJ case. I was fortunate right. that I was working in a very small office, and my boss's wife and I got a chance to watch the uh, verdict being announced. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were both African Americans, and we were ecstatic. Because I don't know that we we didn't think I don't think he did it. I think he knows who did it. Um, that's still my story. You know, I'm a conspiracy person. I've made that very clear. <laughs> uh, but you know, you must have quit if the glove don't fit. Oh my gosh! God bless Johnny Cochran, right? right? <laughs> um, but one of the things that happened was I had friends who were working in offices. Uh, where there was diversity, and it was very polarizing. As soon as the verdict in schools, they showed schools right. where literally there was just like a parting of the how dare you're happy that this man got off for murder, and, you know, uh, another set of folks being ecstatic because there's finally, you know, justice, um, you know, that every black man that gets accused of killing someone isn't found guilty right you know and so it was there were lots of dynamics there that were going on social economic um and so then so i think about like our response to that and then i think about also rotten king right i was here in la at that time yeah and that was tough to watch because you could understand why people were so angry but you also could see how for me the media really misrepresented Mm-hmm. Some of the magnitude, and you were there. I mean, what was that like for you? Oh man, that was um, that was scary. I mean, I remember we, you know, I I, I didn't hear the verdict. I was in school, 
when the verdict came down. But not too long afterwards, my mom was at the school picking us up, and school wasn't out yet. And um, she was very afraid and very, you know, scared and didn't even really say much to us, um, but just rushed home. And then my dad came home shortly afterwards, and, you know, and then, then we started watching TV, and he explained, and he was actually out there and could kind of see what was starting to unfold. Um, oh. He was a driver at the time, um, delivering packages, so he could see what was starting to unfold. Wow. So it was very scary to to sit there and watch and know that, you know, not too far outside my window, what was going on. Um, and I just, yeah, I remember that was the first time I've ever really been glued to the TV um, and in shock and awe what was going on. Um, that was a very trying time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you said, very polarizing. So it, it'll be interesting to see once this verdict, you know, goes down how, what kind of reactions we get. Yeah. I, I, I guess do, it's, but. Oh, and I do, you know, feel for Trayvon Martin's parents. Because, you know, at the end of the day, after all the dust settles, after all the cameras go away, he's still not here. The, the, yeah. the, the, end, of, the end result is their, their son is never coming back. And that right. doesn't change no matter what happens to George Zimmerman. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that my, um, even with the Rodney King case, it was very frustrating because, I mean, they had video. It was like, how could you, you know, it was, it was right. just so like a no-brainer. Um, yeah. And I think I kind of feel this way. I have purposefully not been watching, um, I haven't seen any of the court cases. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I um, am very now very conscious of what I take in and the energy um, that it, you know, that it causes. And I just, I'm being very prayerful for um, Trayvon's mom and dad. Yeah. uh, And the people that loved, you know, that loved and lost. Um, I also have to think about Zimmerman's family too. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one act, one response. Uh, just can create just such uh, a huge impact. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing too is that the whole gun thing makes mm-hmm. it a little bit more scary because the people who are really pro Zimmerman and pro guns, right? They they there's it's it's a little frightening. So I think I will be, you know, uh, much more conscious of the verdict. Um, you know, you know, I'm always a come come to the end of the thing anyway. I mean, I watch American Idol when they're down to the last two or three. <laughs> you know, I might watch a championship game. <laughs> right. But I don't know. Maybe it's the ADD or something. But I don't. You know, I don't. I don't follow from the beginning to the end <laughs> right. on things like that. You know, there's certainly priorities. You know, that I do that on, but just happens not to be. Um, that sort. So I just, you know, I'm very uh, prayerful. And I think that it is, you know, a catalyst for talking about race and talking about the need to have guns and who possesses them. And right. um, we needed to have something, but I'm just so sorry it was done um, at the expense of a mom and dad losing their child, you know, and, and young people losing their friends. and 
we are now speaking of violence. We are up to. I think I saw the other day. Uh, in the last 17 days, I think there's been about 21 murders in Baltimore. Wow. Really? Um, Chicago. Chicago. Was just. I think they were at 60 something. And so, it's just like what. There's something in the in the atmosphere. There's mm-hmm. there's some unrest um, that people are really struggling with um, anger, and that's not even anger. That's rage. Um, yeah. And the reduction of what life means. Um, I was actually talking earlier with our producer Carl. Um, I had a friend of mine on Facebook post how she got cut off the other morning by a, a driver. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, wanted the driver to pull over, and she was very upset and was going to, you know, ensure that she never does that to anybody else. And, you know, it was, it was that moment that I was trying to figure out, like, I can't co-sign on this. Right. And I also can't be silent because by being silent, I feel like I'm co-signing. And so I just, I kind of, I pray to ask God to give me the words. And mm-hmm. I really started out with, you know, beloved, you know, there are lots of funerals that are going on right now because of something so simple got blown out of, into just a whole different universe. And yeah. I can't explain to my children why I am either in jail, I am injured, mm-hmm. or I'm dead yeah. because somebody cut us off. I can't I can't do that and if I can't do that then I need to check what my action my actions. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was saying, you know, if somebody comes up behind me and I'm they're needing to get past me, I move out the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, call me a punk if you want or whatever. <laughs> so I'm a I'm just, an alive punk. <laughs> I'm a I'm yeah. I'm I'm an alive punk. And that's what I said. Be we've gotta be conscious of our decisions, especially as moms. Um, for one, our children are watching, mm-hmm. um, and for two, we just don't know the stress and the rage that someone else is experiencing. We don't know the level of it, right. and if our level meets their level, it's not going to end well. You know, and there were a couple of posts that were co-signing. Oh, we did this one. You know, that happened to D and I, and D got out the car, and the person pulled over, and and I'm just thinking, you know. These children and these mom is not going to be very happy with him. Again, jail, injured, right. dead. Because why? They got to the red light before you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. That's true. Yeah. So so it's so you know I think about you know the gun control and the um, the amount of rage that there is. And there's got to be something's got to change. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. And um, so, so it it will be interesting to see what this does. Uh, what that verdict once it comes out, what happens? Yeah, yeah, it will be. It'll, it will be. Yeah. It, will be. it definitely yeah. is taking over the airwaves. That's for sure. It is one of the and and it's interesting because we go from the gun control part of it. Um, and the violence part of it to the race part. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get a chance to talk when we did trending last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about um, the mother of butter. 
<laughs> Paula um, Dean. Yeah, yeah, dear, dear Paula Dean, um, which made some comments uh, that were very offensive, uh, and just really operated in, like she didn't understand that something was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think about how we teach our children. You know, I, I heard overheard Nia offending. Um, KJ the other day and how you demanded like you go and apologize and take responsibility for that mm-hmm. and I just think it's interesting that someone in such a visible um, place <laughs> doesn't realize the impact of her actions and and her words um, mm-hmm. were just you know offensive and I think I don't know you know I think that it Behind closed doors, people say all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but when when you are at that responsibility part of you're an employer, mm-hmm. uh, you're a public figure, you just can't do that. So what was mm-hmm. what was your feeling on that? You know, I, I I've I've had some mixed feelings on it because um, on one hand, um, to some of the things that she's admitted to saying and doing. And then kind of apologizing for it. Uh I didn't really um I didn't really appreciate the, the, the apology nor did I feel it was genuine. Mm-hmm. Um and so these are for the things that she's admitted to. Um mm-hmm. I've kind of kept, you know, my judgments on some of the things that are alleged. Um and trying to wait for all the facts to come out before really knowing if some of those things happen. Some of the things that she's being alleged of are, are pretty, pretty harsh. Um, you know, but even in today's time to say that, you know, some of the black employees had to come through a back door that the white employees didn't have to come through and things like that have not been proven yet. Um, and are even being, you know, um, not, not just, you know, justified by the, by black employees saying that it's actually that's not true. Right. That didn't happen. So, you know, some of the things are definitely allegations that I think we have to wait and uh, see if they come out. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think when she was asked, have you ever used the N-word in, in court, she said, of course, as if that's just normal and everybody says it and, you know, what's the big deal? And then kind of try to apologize by the crying and things like that for saying it, you know, and even um, going as far as, saying that she only used it one time when she had a gun to her head and the guy was getting ready to steal her purse or something and that's the only time she used it. So I just feel like... Uh, did she use it while he had the gun to her head? Because that wouldn't have been the smartest... That wouldn't have been the smart thing to say <laughs> when you have a gun to your head. Yeah, so I'm just, you know, did you say it or not? Are you are you sorry or not? I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, okay, so you know what the real deal is, right? Hmm. Okay, so let me break it down for you. Okay, break it okay. down, break it down, break it down. Let me break it down. Come on, devoted moms All are right. listening. Devoted moms, listen up. This is a good part. Tell everybody to be quiet. So, when the OJ trial happened, I totally thought they should have called Matlock. He could have solved that case. Right. And he could have been done with it. <laughs> In this case, because Scandal is on hiatus right now, yeah. Olivia Pope is not available. No. And if Paula Dean would call Pope and Associates 
this would be handled. Yeah, because her PR <laughs> did not do well. Because her PR oh. person, she, oh, my God. Even if, just go watch Olivia Pope. <laughs> <Go>. Yeah. <laughs> Get some pointers. Watch season one and two of Scandal Plug. Invest in, yeah. Call yeah. the real Olivia Pope and say, I have done some crazy crap. I need to get out know. of this. Can you help me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's honestly what I think. I, I think there needs to be a spin to it where we all start singing Kumbaya together and we go back to eating butter. Because right. I, I do think that, again, we all say things that we won't, you know, we aren't proud of when we're in the company of a comfort, in our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I get that part. But that part has a boundary um, mm-hmm. that I think that she overstepped that boundary uh, when it started to come with employees and actions. And I also do know, you know, the embellishment that happens through media right. can just, you know, can really skew um, what actually happened and how it really went down. Exactly. So um, I am hopeful that you know, just because she's a major provider for her family. Um, I also thought about, you know, she'd be a perfect addition to the Fox News Network. <laughs> you know, they don't have a cooking show yet. She could be there cooking. You know, she could be there. Oh, yeah. There's there's definitely somebody that's going to pick her up. You know, she's been, she's yeah, been she dropped rushes. by... You know, if she decides this is the way she wants to go, she and Rush Limbaugh can make crepes together. There you go. You know, collard greens, sandwiches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, my life has got enough to handle for me to try to figure out some stuff for that woman. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I, At some I point, agree. you have to go on. Yeah, I agree. So I'm not sure if you saw this because this happened maybe about – well, I think it was on um, TV last night. Uh, Adam, did you see the Adam Sandler story? No. What's his heart? Because you know, Adam, I am a closet. Well, I guess not now. Um, right. Adam yeah. Sandler fan. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm out now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that his mindless humor is just perfect for when I want to zero out. I think he's right up there with my favorite now is Michelle McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see oh. you saw Heat, right? Yes, I did. Oh <laughs> that was the funniest movie. I am looking for a babysitter, or a free babysitter, so that I can go back and see mm-hmm. that movie again. So Adam Sandler is kind of like one of those, you know, that's that's where I go to for the mindless stuff. So Adam Sandler is in South Africa. Mm-hmm. He's at one of those wildlife parks, and they decide that, oh, you're Adam Sandler, so come and pet our cheetah. You can feed the cheetah, drink, the cheetah will drink water from your hand. Huh? Yeah. Next thing he knows, the cheetah's on his back. Oh, no. He's okay. Uh, <laughs> but what oh, my he, gosh. What he said was, and, and all right, so check out that. So the owner, you know, grabs the cat off his back or whatever, right? Right. And and Adam, and Adam is like, apparently, I wasn't supposed to go that low to the water. Like, how else do you get water out of a stream other than bending down and getting it? But apparently that pissed him off. Oh. 
So there were these rules that the people didn't tell Adam. And <laughs> he said he honestly felt like this is how I'm going out. He right. Said he had no idea or inclination to fight back. He was just fuck. I'm going like this. I'm gonna just let him eat me. This is my story. <laughs> this is the end of my story. Right. <laughs> but luckily, he came away, you know, basically unharmed, other than you know, I'm sure a bruised ego and never wanting to see a cheetah in person again. Mm-mm. Yeah. And again, I thought, how do you explain? being mauled by a cheetah to your kid. Like, Dad, don't you know, um, didn't you think that something might go wrong there? Yes. Wild animal, huge. Wild animal, yeah. What, which uh, I saw that I saw that story after a trend that there is a company in, in Moscow um, that offers family portraits with wild animals. So there's a picture of a little boy and his dad. Never did see the mom. Hmm. Sitting on a tiger. Okay. All yeah, right, let's just think about that. Devoted moms, what do you think about that? Devoted moms, really? Like, be careful where you let your husband or your children's father take them to take photographs. Right. <laughs> Talk it through. Right, okay, right. What photographer are you going to? What's the background going to be? I think right. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't see in any of the article a woman's name. Of course not. <laughs> not that I'm gender biased at all, but she was. So between Adam Sandler and the cheetah, and then you know the um, the tiger, right. you know the the tiger uh, portrait op. It was very interesting. That's very interesting. Well, and, you know, actually you mentioned South Africa, so just a quick um, update on Nelson Mandela. He um, he is, he's alive and and uh, actually responding to treatment uh, in the hospital. He is on dialysis, um, but his condition is, is becoming more stable. Um, so, you know, either, you know, it's, it's just not his time. Or he still has some stuff to do, um, but um, he's uh, he's not ready to go yet. He's and it's it's not his time. So um, just staying, you know, prayerful for his family, you know, and what they must. I know the whole world is kind of watching and looking and wondering how he is. And again, at the end of the day, after all the cameras go, he um, they just have each other. And um, and they have a grandfather and a father and an uncle, you know, and a brother who is, is very very ill, and um, but he's hanging on, and um, not not quite ready to leave this earth yet. So um, just my thoughts and prayers go out to to him, and you know what a uh, amazing impact he's had on our world. Um, our world is a better place and a different place because of him. So just prayers go out to him and his family. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. All right. So go. I needed gas the other day, and I stopped at a shell station. Oh, the shell station. Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. 
That was big. <laughs> that that was huge for you. Yeah. Now I only got five dollars worth because I needed to go to the real. I'm sorry, I've got some people moving around and oh, no problem. Yeah, a little things going on. Um, but I, I did. I thought about him, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go spend my five dollars at the Shell station. Then I went to Sam's and filled up. Sorry. I know you're not a Walmart fan. I know. No. I know. No. So, so what else? Look. So what else are we saying is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, like I said, a lot, um, a lot going on, and um, oh, we didn't get to talk about this. Last week, um, but the um, you know Marriage Act um, being um, reinstated in California for marriage equality um, that was actually you know very huge, um, especially for our um, gay and lesbian community. Um, mm -hmm. It was a big, 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 big day and a, a big victory. Um, and so, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that last week because there was so much going on, but that was another, another huge, um, huge thing in our world. I know here in California, um, I think that at midnight that next day, uh, they were able to, you know, perform their first, uh, marriage and, um, and then subsequently have had a ton this last week. Um, and so, uh, that was a big, that was a big step for our country, I think. Um, and just, you know, even bringing it down to personal friends of mine who, um, you know, can now go ahead and, and consider marriage, even if it's not on the table for them just yet. Um, but the fact that it will be an option for them, just like it's been an option for me in my life, my entire life, um, you know, it was, it was a huge day. Uh, so very, very happy for some of my friends that are going to, be able to experience marriage just like I have. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those whose marriages don't work, <laughs> <laughs> I have a new group of friends that I can be a divorcee whisperer for. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny because you think about, like, there's so many people who actually – are eligible or were eligible legally able to get married and they're like, No <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking? Yeah. I have, a, I have a few friends who have been in relationships for thirty five years. Mm hmm Is is uh, one couple, um, Ann and Jackie. And I, I said, you know, the girls are willing to be flower girls and they were like, ah, we're not doing all that. Really? <laughs> yeah. But mm -hmm. to be able to just, you know, have that option, you know, is exactly. important. Yeah. So um, so we want to definitely thank Sylvia Global for letting us be here um, and be able to enjoy each other's company and talk about some of the things that are going on in our world today. Um, Devoted Moms, we have lots of things to talk with our children about, and I say with our children, mm -hmm. because they get exposed to this stuff, and they're looking to us to try to make, make it make sense, yeah. So um, I just want to, you know, encourage Devoted Moms to seek each other um, 
and try to talk it out maybe before um, you get that crazy question. Um, yeah. Like trying to explain why a kid going to get Skittles from the store, um, ha you know, the end result was so bad. Right. Right. Or even like with Paula Dean and how um, our words can come back to to bite us and um, how we need to be responsible and take responsibility for what we say and how we say it and when we say it um, and that you're not immune to it when you become an adult, that you do have to still watch your words. And, you know, we tell our kids all the time to to treat others the way that we want to be treated and that doesn't change when you become an adult. And so um, a lot of the things that we're talking about today, and you know, one of the reasons, you know, Regina brought up a great point. One of the reasons why we are talking about some of these things on Devoted Moms and how does it, how is it applicable to us as mothers is the conversation with your children. And, you know, just like the conversation that my parents had with me um, about Rodney King and the things that were happening in our country at that time, or how we can actually take this time to um, talk about Nelson Mandela and what type of impact he had on our country and why it's so huge and why everybody's talking about him being in the hospital right now because they may have not, you know, heard about him as much these last few years, um, but he was a huge impact in my life when mm -hmm. I was growing up and I learned so much about him. And so even taking this summer to um, introduce him maybe in summer reading and having kids, you know, pull a book about him, you know, that uh, can be on their level and at their age where they can learn a little bit about why he is so important and so beloved in our country. So definitely these trending topics, even if they may seem far removed and, oh, Paula Dean, I don't even know her, and Zimmerman, that's in Florida, but really all of these things that are happening in our country right now um, will we'll put a stamp on on this time in history. Um, mm -hmm. And so it will um, it will impact us way down the line. And so we can use this time to talk to our children about race relations and love and mm -hmm. gun control and all all kind of things. And even the conversation that you know sometimes we have to have with our our young black male teens um, on their surroundings and and what um, they need to do in order to make sure they get home safe, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah whether you need to not put the hoodie over your head when you're walking certain places, um, just so that you get home safe. That's the, that is at the end of the day what I need my kids to be able to be, be home safe and what, right. what are some things that they can do to make sure and help that. Right, right, right. There's, um, <clears throat> and I think, you know, I think it also brings, like, the death of Trayvon was so extreme, but we also have to know that there's also, Lots of little girls who right. um, have been assaulted mm -hmm. um, and hurt and taken advantage of and violated, doing the same thing, going to the store for right. some candy. Um, and so it really is, as hard as it is for us to think about it, I heard two grandmothers yesterday while I was signing my contract um, talking about twerking. <laughs> And one of the grandmothers had seen her grand—I mean, had seen her granddaughter, you know, doing the booty bounce thing. Right. For all of those out there, mom, devoted moms who don't know what twerking is, who are googling it right now, yes, it's a a type of dance where your you know your backside is the focal point. 
<laughs> yes, yes. It's very provocative. It, but it was interesting listening. They were on another side of the wall, so I couldn't see them. But, but it was very interesting because, um, okay, I'm sorry. Something happened there. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Okay. Again, it was interesting. Um, and it was because the grandmother was really um, like, no, you don't do that. That's inappropriate. And she was talking to her coworker, and the coworker was like, I think you were a little harsh on her because mm -hmm. you saw her doing something um, and you added stuff to it that right. she has no idea about. Mm -mm. She's only seven. Uh, and so... I have worked with uh, some initiatives that talk about putting on your, taking off your adult lens mm -hmm. when you are talking to children. Because the grandmother who, you know, was like, no, we don't do that. You, you know, is this very offensive and disrespectful? She, um, she later said, well, no, I wasn't chastising her or trying to make her feel bad about her body or anything like that, I just thought about there's some really crazy people out here and I want to protect her. And I want her to know that, you know, that there might be some pervert watching her. Mm -hmm. And so really it came from a place of protection, but it did, you know, so, the, so then the other woman says to her, who's kind of pushing back, she said, I know you're not going to like this, she could be standing still, completely, fully clothed, playing a violin, mm -hmm. and something like that can happen. Right. So, in a way, I understand the need to have her what's respectful, what isn't respectful, but also not in a way of discouraging her from being able to freely express herself mm -hmm. um, through through dancing and through singing. Right. And and I can remember I had a girlfriend who had a very young sister, and she would come over, and that was when the butterfly was out. Hmm. Okay, so first of all, I'm dating myself because the butterfly was out. I know, actually, what were you, in elementary school? Um, Don't answer that. If okay. you love me, you won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> but this little girl, Ebony, came over to Miss Regina's house, and she asked her mom, hey, mommy, is... Mr. Gina's house public? And we were all like, no, it's not. And so she started doing it, right? <laughs> because they had told her that she could not do the butterfly in public. Oh. She wasn't really sure what butterfly, and butterfly, for those who don't know, was another, um, I think it was a kind of a Caribbean dance. Right. Um, that was also through an adult lens could look very provocative and mm -hmm. very inappropriate for I think at Boney at the time was four. Okay. She could, yep. but she could do it. <laughs> she can oh rock it, man. <laughs> so setting those parameters, but also realizing that they are um, that you know dance is a form of expression. So these women kept talking through uh, what you know, how do you do that without going too far? Um, and it was interesting because they then started talking about um, some of the dance classes mm -hmm. that another child had been to, and they were teaching them African dance. 
And African dance steps can be very seductive. And so there was, um, there was a challenge there because here this is an art form, but you're saying you can't. Um, so, so it, you know, it's, it's something that we have to think about. We have to think about how do we teach our young people to behave in a way right. that limits maybe, you know, their chances of being harmed. Mm -hmm. um, but also give them the, the space to be able to express themselves in a safe place. You know, it's kind of like finding a safe place and then there are some places that are not as safe. But yeah, public was a big word. Was a was a, a a lesson that she you know had been learned. Like what? Where's public again? Uh, <laughs> I know it's not at mommy's house, but is it at Miss Regina's house too? <laughs> that is oh, that is that that is true. That is so true. Yeah. That's funny. I love that. And yeah. um, just for something funny that will will make you laugh. Speaking of twerking, we can. We can actually end the show on this, but uh, Devoted Moms, go ahead and go ahead to YouTube and Google twerking intervention. Huh? Twerking intervention. It is a little, um, uh, I don't you know, a little comedy tube, uh, uh, okay. and it's hilarious. Um, okay. It'll make you giggle. So uh, uh, YouTube uh, twerking intervention. I think you'll, I think you'll have a good laugh, uh, moms out there. Um, but my mom hat is about to be on. My little sweet angel just woke up. Yeah. Um, so we are going to enjoy our last day in California. I know. Before we head out tomorrow morning. Okay. But devoted moms, thank you so much for for joining us today, especially our our regular guests who are with us every week. And next week, uh, I think we're going to have um, a past guest on with us. Dr. Adrienne Berry, family therapist, and uh, looking forward to speaking with her um, actually about how your past affects you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we're going to look at, uh, I think her phrase is um, uh, limiting, looking at your rear view mirror while you're looking out your windshield or something like that. So should be very interesting. Um, and then after that, we actually have a, a, a few more guests that are lined up. So just stay tuned with us. We look forward to chatting with you on Thursdays and, you know, Tasha, hugs and kisses to the family. Yeah. And I'll actually too. be seeing you in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yes. Um, so let these contracts keep rolling through, girl. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. Which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, but God bless you and your families and devoted moms. Take some time for yourself and we hope to see you next week. Yay. Thank you, devoted moms. Okay, Tasha. See you on the other side. You on the other side. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>